No, no, the paper plates do not go in the blender. Put them in the cabinet, thank you. My fucking wife is so annoying, oh my god. Hello, it's the Trip Keeper here. Um, we are uh, doing this on a fucking, what is it, Sunday already? Oh god, December 17th. It's almost 2024. Um, this is a gambling video. We're going to talk about, uh, we're going to read this story about this person that has a gambling addiction. How they've lost 40000 as, as a 22-year-old. Um, you know, this is sort of hitting close to home to me. Um, I do... I do enjoy going to the casino, you know, sports booking, that's fun. Um, I never bring more than I, uh, that I can lose. You know, I always, if I got extra money, that's what I spend it on, you know, go there, you know, a hundred bucks every there, here and there, you know, um, that, I don't know if that seems like a lot to people, but to me, that's like a good amount. I can just, you know, if I lose it, I lose it. If I win some, I win some, you know, it's probably, I'm probably evened out for sure, or maybe down a little bit total, but, um, you know, a couple last month or like the beginning, uh, yeah, it was the Dolphins versus Jets game. Um, they just played today, but the last time they played where Tim Boyle was playing, I won a thousand dollars and that was pretty fucking cool because uh, I got a free bet and that was yeah free $50 bet and I put one on there a parlay I was like hell yeah so that helped out a lot um but yeah you know some people have a lot of struggle gambling like um you know people touch the screens of the slots to make it seem like it's going to do something different um i love watching vegas matt though he's uh, he's very rich he can lose thousands of dollars and you know he won't be in trouble but people you know people can be in trouble if they don't have thousands of dollars to afford um but he'll be betting like thousand a thousand dollars at a time sometimes you know not usually but there's videos where he does that it's crazy um but yeah there's uh, most of the time with gambling you know people people spend money they don't have or they get paid and it goes right into the machines it's like you cannot do that if you're gonna be mad when you lose then you have a problem you or you shouldn't be gambling you know for me if i lose i mean it's a little upsetting but i'm that's not the end of the world because um i don't i came in there knowing that it could possibly go away um that's why i don't you know i don't go all the time um but i do go i do frequent it you know once twice a month you know um but i mostly go now just to watch uh the browns games and shit it's fun to watch sports there um but yeah it, it it's a fun place to go if you're winning for sure um but anyways this is a pretty long story so i am going to actually join this community r slash problem gambling um yeah they got 24 and a half thousand members um but let's get this started this is my first Reddit post, so please excuse the length as well as the quality. I'm currently struggling with the gambling addiction that I've had for around four years, and I find that nothing I do has succeeded in helping me overcome this addiction. I figure that other people have experienced a gambling addiction and have sexually, uh, se sex, 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 yeah, sex, have successfully overcome one. So I'd love to hear anyone's thoughts, advice, or comments on my situation, as well as gambling, gambling addictions in general. Um, well, you know, it's, it's one that, you know, not enough people talk about, and what's pretty fucked up is that these sports leagues, especially the NFL, you know, their players, if they find out their players are sports betting, uh, they'll get banned for a year, even two years now, but every fucking commercial is about FanDuel or DraftKings or whatever the fuck, so, like, fucking hypocrites. 
As a kid, I've always had an addictive personality. I remember when I was younger, I would play video games for hours on end non-stop. You see this? You shouldn't play video games because you become a gambling addict. Just kidding. One of my big one of my biggest regrets to date is not reading more as a kid. That's actually one of my biggest regrets too, but I never was interested in reading. I would read it, the words would come to me, I'd read it, and then I just would forget what I'd read. But someone reads something to me like an audiobook, I could pick it right up, you know? It's really weird. Um, and I could read really fast too, like you wanna hear? Like, the cognitive ability of reading is one of the most underrated skills of my life, and my peers and friends who read for fun growing up are not only fast readers, but generally do well at school and life. At the time, I didn't think much of my video game addiction as not harming myself or others. Little did I know this small addiction would serve as a gateway to a larger addiction that would bring a lot of stress and problems in my life. I did not speed that up. That was pretty much how fast I can read. If it was if it was longer lines, I could, you know, it could be better, but I had to go up and down, up and down. But yeah, that's pretty much how fast I can read. Hopefully you got that, because I'm not going to read it again. Fast forward to the summer after graduating senior year of high school. Growing up, I've always been really into soccer, playing competitively on a traveling club team since I was 11 years old. By my senior year of high school, I was committed to a prestigious university to play collegiate soccer. During my high school soccer season, my senior year in the spring, I broke my foot in the league championship game against our rivals, which we won. This was the first time in my life that I've ever suffered a serious injury, and let me tell you, I was not ready for the setbacks that I would face from it, both physically and mentally. For those of you who have never broken a bone, it is one of the most debilitating, debilit, debilitating physical things that can occur to someone, especially if it impairs daily routine activity. Honestly, I mean, breaking a bone, I'd rather do that than tearing my ACL or Achilles. That's just a lot worse. Breaking a bone, you could heal that pretty quickly, honestly. I had to use crutches or a knee scooter to get around everywhere and could not exercise, which caused a great deal of anxiety and jittery, jitteriness for me given that I've grown up living an active lifestyle. Around the same time, I had some friends who were talking about a casino that was only 15 minutes away from where we lived, and it was also an 18 plus casino. Given that I couldn't really do much with a broken foot, I decided to make a trip to the casino to find out what people were talking about. Little did I know that this innocent first trip to the small casino near my house four years ago would take me down a dark path of gambling. 18 and up? Yeah, I'm kind of glad it's 21 and up. I don't think... Honestly, they should raise the age of gambling to like 25. You know, I, I think if, if what scientists say or whatever the fuck say that our brains don't fully develop till 25, I think that's when most things should be legal, you know? As, as a teenager, you want shit to be legal. You know, when I was 18, I was glad I could, you know, you know, buy cigarettes and vape products, even though I wasn't, you know, I didn't, I smoked cigarette, like a, I, I went through this period in high school where I was smoking these camels and, but it wasn't like every day. It was like once every time I hung out with this person, you know, we would just do it for fun. I, like I wasn't sm actively smoking cigarettes, but if I, but if someone had some while I was drinking, and I was drunk, dude, for some reason, like, smoking shit is, like, the best thing, but I hated waking up in the morning, because that cigarette smell would be in my mouth, and I'd just be like, Ugh. um, but yeah, that shit, I became 18, and we were able to buy, you know, vape products, a lot of my friends love vapes, um, and then they raised the age to 21, um, I forgot if I was 21 by then, but yeah, they raised it over here, and at least Ohio they did. Um, so you gotta be you gotta be 21 to buy anything now. Um, but I think it should be higher than that, honestly. Like I said, probably 25 or you know one of those ages around there. 
I remember on my first trip to the casino, I was so excited that I grabbed a handful of cash, I think around $100, and drove as quickly as possible to the casino. When I tried to enter the building, a security guard stopped me and asked me for, a, for my ID. Amidst my excitement, I realized I forgot my wallet with my driver's license at home, which led me to speed home to grab it. On my way home, I was stopped by a police officer for going 15 miles per hour over the residential speed limit. The officer was nice enough to not penalize me for not having my ID, but I still received a $140 ticket. That sounds like a fucking penalty. That's not 15 miles over the speed limit. If it's not a school zone, that's not even that big of a deal. Like, for real. I mean, who, who, who hasn't done that before? After that happened, I was in a pretty bad mood, but still determined to find out what it was like to wager money on a bunch of cards. You know, I kind of take these things, you know, as a, as a, you know, um, a lesson to not or like you know when, when you get a sign like if you're on your way to do something or you're going to do something and then something stops you from doing it like you know forgetting your wallet or you know you you take a shit and i don't know it's just something stops you from doing what you're supposed to do i take that as a sign that it's probably not a good idea to uh, to start and that's probably what this person should have done you know that's how i see it after that happened, I was in a pretty... Wait, did I say that? I remember the first trip to the casino. I actually lost my $100 in about 15 minutes playing blackjack, which should have discouraged me from setting foot in a casino ever again. However, me being someone who thinks that they're smarter... Smarting... <laughs> they are, they're definitely not smarter. They are smarting than the average gambler. I went home that night and practiced memorizing basic strategy, a strategy that minimizes the house edge in blackjack, as well as studied car county card counting, specifically the high-low method, wagering more money when the remaining cards are favorable for the player. I remember when I turned 21, um, I, I went to the casino probably um, at the end of the month or beginning of the next month um, after my birthday, and blackjack was the first thing I played. I walked out with $40, and that was nice. Uh, well, $40 in profit. I was in there at the 100 I walked out with 140 and I called my grandpa, my mom. I was like so excited. I'm like, Mom, I won $40. <laughs> that was when I wasn't fully making YouTube videos. I was even close to doing that. Um, and I just basically started my post office job. So I wasn't, I was still not any, I didn't have any money. So not, and it's not that I didn't have any money, but I, I was lower. Definitely not what, what it is right now. Um, so yeah, I got excited for that, and you know when that happens, it's uh, that's a really if you if you walk out with forty dollars, uh, forty dollar profit, that's like a good really good day. Um, you know, basically if you don't if you lose more than uh, half of what you brought in, then it's pretty bad. But yeah, you got to think if you're there for a couple hours and you know you spend twenty forty bucks, I mean, that's not that's not bad at all. Um. But I tried card counting too. I actually sat there with my friend and um, I was like counting up the cards. It's really hard. It's a really fast process. I was doing it really slowly and I guessed what the next card was going to be. Um, and yeah, not not like the exact card, but I knew it was going to be a face card or um, whatever the fuck. It was a number like one through, I forgot what the numbers were exactly, but there's a way of counting them. And yeah, if you get it though, like good for you, man. You got a good brain, but... <laughs> It's very hard. Armed with this new knowledge, I was determined to beat the game and make money from my local casino. After all, it did cost me $240 the first time I went. 
The few trips after my first, I was making money pretty consistently. I remember there was one time I turned $60 into around $600, and other times where I'd walk away making a couple hundred dollars. I didn't think that gambling was a problem during this time, as I was going with my friends, making money, and getting a crazy amount of adrenaline from the casino runs. Being at the blackjack, ta blackjack table allowed me to forget about my anxiety and depression that gradually compiled due to my broken foot and the inability to exercise. It provided an escape from the limitations that my broken foot had instilled on me. Just think if this guy broke his finger instead, or his hand, he wouldn't be at the casino. At the same time, I was working at Domino's as a delivery driver. Oh yeah, you shouldn't be going if you were doing that job. And remember taking the cash from the tips I earned each day that I worked, ranging from $60 to $200, and drive over to the casino to test my luck for that day. For those of you who don't know, gambling is dangerous because winning money is really not that difficult. However, walking away with the money is a completely different story. Yeah, uh, that's the hard part. That really is the hard part. You may you may say to yourself like, oh, I, I could walk away with uh, with my winnings after I win. But if you win like right away, you get there, the first machine you go on, you win. <laughs> You're not going to want to walk away from that. Um, but I have done that a couple times because I actually, I you know, I, I actually know limits uh when gambling because you know how dangerous it can be like i'm not trying to you know win a lot i'm just trying to have fun that's all I, i'm not going there to win money you know i just i just want to have a good time drink a couple beers you know just party um where's this shit at a majority of times i went to the casino i was up for my original buy-in at some point however that meant nothing considering i didn't walk away winning most of the time I started spending more and more time at the casino, and eventually started losing money, including all the money I'd previously won from the casino. The problem started getting particularly bad when I started lying to my friends about going there. I even remembered multiple times where I would go with friends who had more self-control than I did, and would stay longer than them, losing my ride, and resort to calling other friends to pick me up or taking a cab home. Need extra money for that. Oh boy, this is a long story. To make matters worse, one of the things I'm most ashamed of to this day was gambling on the birthday of my girlfriend at the time, which caused me to be late to her birthday dinner with her family. Yeah, you know, if you got obligations, don't go. To make matters worse, um, you're saying that in the same fucking paragraph, a sentence after? You can't do that. You cannot say to make matters worse twice that quickly after each other. But I'm gonna read it because that's how he wrote it. To make matters worse, I remember taking my girlfriend to dinner near the casino, stopping by the casino to redeem one of the bonus coupons they give you to entice you to visit more frequently, and having her wait in the car for an hour while I played blackjack. Well, that's fucking rude. Despite having nights where I won over two grand in a matter of a few hours, I still ended up losing at least $3,000 that summer. Luckily, I was going off to college in St. Louis, far away from my hometown in hometown casino in Kirkland, Washington, which should have prevented me from gambling during, during my four years at college. My freshman year of college was rough. My foot hadn't fully recovered, so I was not able to play soccer to my full potential. On top of this, I had a difficult time making friends and was in an unfamiliar, uncomfortable environment. I was surrounded by extremely wealthy, privileged kids from the Northeast who grew up going to private school. Most of these kids have never worked a job in their lives. I'm gonna be honest with you guys, I fucking hate these people. I want to fucking like punch them and make them work for their fucking money. I cannot stand people who don't 
who I can't stand rich people that don't have their kids work. That, that's why I respect these rich people that I know that actually make their kids work. And I mean, you know, buying a car, that's fine. You know, I don't care for that. But like just not having them get any experience, um, you know, it, it's kind of it's just not fair when something like that happens. You know, you've got to be born in the right family, I, you know. Most likely, they'll become the next CEO, and anyone who works hard at that company, they'll get thrown down the the shitter because they're not family. Um, This made it a much more difficult time getting accustomed to my new school, having grown up on the West Coast, going to public high school, and working throughout high school. Additionally, the way the social scene at my school works is through Greek life, as the population of social normal people is pretty small. To make matters worse, again, writing it again, you could use something different. You could say to add on top of this bullshit or something like that. You know, you don't have to say to make matters worse three fucking times. To make matters worse, as a guy, one of the only ways to have a good social life is joining a fraternity. However, since the fraternity houses are pretty small relative to state schools, many kids who rush don't receive bids. I was unfortunate to be a part of that group when I rushed freshman year. On top of this blow, um, see, there you go. On top of this blow, that's something different. On top of this blow to my self-esteem, I underwent foot foot surgery since my foot was not making any progress healing. This caused me to have to rely on crutches and a knee scooter again for the next couple months. I was legitimately legitimately depressed and at the lowest low point of my life i was not doing well in school didn't have a girlfriend i felt like i didn't have any close friends in general you know i bet you that girlfriend broke up with him after she he did that on her birthday i mean that you know that that might have been the breaking point maybe there's other shit going on but sometimes that shit will tip you over this was around the time that i discovered the realm of online gambling a path that would unfortunately be worse than live casinos um, yeah, this shit ain't legal where I'm at. Uh, you can, you know, like I said, you could do sports booking, but the online casinos, yeah, we don't have that here. You're not, not allowed to do that. Online casinos make it extremely easy to deposit real money into them, and coincidentally, pretty damn difficult to withdraw money. I remember visiting a casino called Bavada and making my first $100 deposit with my debit card. This deposit quickly led to more $100 deposits, until I had lost around $1,000 playing online blackjack and poker in in a matter of hours. At this point, I didn't have a job, so I was essentially gambling away money my parents had given me to spend on food and necessities. I was too ashamed to tell my parents about this problem, as they were extremely disappointed after I told them at the end of the summer after senior year of high school. Luckily, at this point in my life, I didn't have too much disposable income to gamble away, so the damages were minimal. Yeah, that makes it even worse when you, you know, if you do have a problem gambling, uh, make sure if you do go, you're going to go anyway. Just make sure you uh, have cash with you, uh, have a certain amount, and don't bring a card with you because you can easily just get more. Um, And yeah, plus the ATMs at the fucking casinos are like $5.99, (laughs) $6.799 charges on ATMs. There's so much. The next few years in college got better. I quit soccer and got into lifting. Got into a fraternity and made a lot of new friends who I'm still close to with this day. Who I'm still close with to this day. Who I'm still close with to this day. Excuse me. Aside from getting into sports gambling for around a month and losing $1,000, I would lose between $1,000 and $2,000 whenever I'd go home for winter break at the original casino I went to. 
Although this was a decent amount of money, I was still able to allocate some of the money that I earned for my college job towards personal spending. I was just happy that I had the self-control to ration out a percentage of it that I was comfortable losing when I did gamble. The good thing was that I did not gamble too consistently my sophomore and junior year of college, and more importantly, I was not obsessively thinking about it every day. Now, senior year of college was where everything took a turn for the worse and led me to all-time lows in my life. I remember playing poker for $25 buy-ins with my friends in my apartment every night for the first half of the school year. This wasn't a problem financially since losing $25 was not a big deal to my financial health. Additionally, it was more of a social activity where most people weren't too concerned about the money and were playing for a good time. This did negatively impact me, however, as I was constantly thinking about poker and gambling in general, all the time. Around the same time, I got my signing bonus from the company where I'll be working at in a couple months and started heading to the nearby casinos with my roommate to play blackjack. I remember the first night we went, I won $2,000 and he won $500, and that immediately hooked me back into the whirlpool of blackjack. I started going at every opportunity I got, which also led to the revival of my online gambling addiction. I remember specifically one time when I was playing online blackjack, I turned $200 into $4,000, submitted the withdrawal request, but since online casinos take a long time to process the request, intentionally as they want you to gamble the money away, I ended up losing the $4,000, along with another $1,000 or $2,000 on top of that as I was chasing my losses. I was actually making money at live casinos, but losing double the amount that I made online. This gambling ended up coming to a brief stop when I had lost my signing bonus and all the money in my bank account and, and I took a break for around a month or so. Well, at least you could take breaks. The addiction started back up when I received my next paycheck for my college job. The instance, the, the instance, the instance the check was deposited into my bank account and cash was available. Okay, they put a comma there, there's no point. The instance the check was deposited in my bank account and cash was available, I would race over to an ATM and withdraw money to gamble with. I quickly lost $1,000 of it back home and I took my friend who visited to a nearby casino. It was around this time he told me about an app where you can invest in stocks called Robinhood. This is not an ad for Robinhood, by the way. Unless you want to, you can pay me. So I put around $5,000 of that paycheck into stocks on the app. When I put the money in my stock account, I, rem I remember making a pact to myself that I would never touch a table game again. I mean, new year, new me, right? As you can guess, my pact didn't last very long as I started playing live poker in the casino. I was so drawn to the appeal of winning money by making the right decision. I was actually profiting from playing live stakes poker as I studied the game and had sound strategy. Hey, you can win, you can win every hand if you play it right, but unless the other person has... Uh, a really good card, like a royal flush, then you're fucked. Um, the dangerous part about playing live poker for me, I personally don't consider poker as a complete gamble as there's still skill involved, was that whenever I went to the casino to play poker, there were temptations awaiting me, table games. After a month or so of playing strictly poker, I started getting back into blackjack again, along with Baccarat, Baccarat, Bac it's Baccarat, right? I forgot how to pronounce it. Along with Baccarat, I went to the casino four to five times a week. Oh, shit. Four to five times a week? Man, that's crazy. After draining all the money from the stock account, I started borrowing money from my friends as I knew I'd get a big paycheck for my job at the time at the end of the school year. Additionally, I started dating my current girlfriend in January of that same year, whom I am currently dating. You just fucking said that. I started dating my current girlfriend in January of that same year, whom I'm currently dating. 
why would you even put that? that that's in parentheses like you just said it's your current girlfriend who i'm currently dating i'm currently dating my current girlfriend and love very much i can regretfully say that gambling has not positively impacted my relationship with her in any way i can re regretfully say that gambling has not positively impacted um okay i read that wrong i was like yeah all right couple more paragraphs when my girlfriend and i went to california during spring break i remember staying up all night in an online casino playing poker blackjack and baccarat after she fell asleep i exhausted all my money in my bank account including maxing out my credit card during that trip and had to borrow money from my girlfriend one of the most shameful things i've done to this date Additionally, I remember one night where I promised her that I would meet her at a party my fraternity was hosting after I went to the casino to play poker with some friends. I drove two of my friends over, and one of my friends left for the party with my car, while me and my other friends stayed. We ended up playing poker the whole night, and despite being up a couple thousand dollars from blackjack, I missed the party and really disappointed my girlfriend. Some of the biggest fights that I've gotten into with my girlfriend were fueled by gambling. The monetary gains that result from the casino are always temporary because at any point in time you can lose all the money in your bank account if you spend enough time playing games that are specifically designed to make you lose. Additionally, my addiction has caused me to dis disappoint my parents and family. No matter how successful I become, I know they will always be worried about me since they know that this dangerous addiction can ruin my life at any moment without giving any warning signs. I've read so many different stories about how this addiction leads to one of the highest suicide rates when people gamble their life away and feel like there is no way of recovering. But I would really like to put an end to this problem at an early age before I allow it to affect my relationship with my friends and family. Remember, this guy is 22 years old. I started skipping out on social events and hanging out with my friends in general due to my addiction to gambling. All I thought about 24-7 was all the money that I would make playing poker and blackjack. At one point, I was betting three black chips like they were worth a few cents as opposed to $100 each on, as opposed to $100 each on table games. I had I had the to lie to my friends. I had the to lie to my friends. I had to lie to my friends. No the. I had to lie to my friends about going to the casino because I was embarrassed about that side of my life. The summer after my graduation, I just continued to dig myself into a deeper hole. I would win money in real life while losing money playing online poker and blackjack. After the big paycheck from my college job came in, I stored away a decent amount of money in my Robinhood stock account to invest, but in a matter of a few short months, I had gambled most away that money. I had gambled away most of that money, excuse me. If I don't say excuse me after I read something, that means the other person made the mistake, not me. So twice it's happened. Every other time, it's been this guy. <laughs> Just want to point that out. I borrowed money from multiple friends, even my girlfriend. I've also exhausted my credit card on several occasions. The loss of money started affecting my play in live poker. I ended up losing $5,000 playing live poker, along with $15,000 online and at least $20,000 in casinos. Even though I graduated from a prestigious university and I have a solid job lined up in the fall, I battle constantly with this addiction and the urge to gamble with the hopes of earning all my money back and being done with gambling once and for all. What started as a spark of curiosity turned into, a, turned into an escape from emotional pain and eventually into a lifelong attempt to break even. Yeah, that's the problem, man. These people who are addicted, they're, they're just trying to break even at this point. 
I've tried many things to overcome this addiction, but nothing has worked su successfully. I'm posting on here today because I want to end this addiction once and for all. I figure if I post on Reddit, I will, at least, I will at least have written down this commitment in a publicly available space. TLDR, what started as a curiosity about gambling, was turned into a four-year struggle with this addiction that has led to financial distress, relationship problems, and unproductive behavior, and unproductive behavior, excuse me, three times. Wrote this Reddit post to seek advice on overcoming a gambling addiction. I would love to hear any thoughts, comments, or concerns. All right. Well, that was long. Holy shit, 28 minutes. Could you imagine if I read that in my Tripkeeper voice and I fucking edited it? Like, dude, that would be over 30 minutes long. That'd be like a 30, 32 minute story for sure. Um, although I did interrupt a couple times, that kind of probably balanced out. So probably would be around 28 minutes. Uh, I did have an intro, so yeah. Okay, it was like 25, probably 24, 23, 22. No, probably 25 to 23 minutes. Eh? Yeah, that guy has a problem. Um, wait, this guy, the guy who wrote this, um, he commented on his own thread. <laughs> I don't think he meant to do that. Uh, I got to read it now. The same guy who said this, OP, he said, thanks for sharing, man. We'll make it through this. Totally relate to you regarding being tired as fuck at work. There'd be days where I'd only get a couple of hours of sleep due to staying up until 6am gambling just to lose money. A few times I've slept past my alarm from sleeping so late. Pretty crazy the power gambling has. There's very few activities I'd stay up and pull all-nighters daily doing, let alone voluntar voluntarily losing money doing so. <laughs> um, how come no one's responding to it? Um, that's funny. I mean, people responded to it, but they didn't see that it's the same guy. That's funny. <laughs> he responded to his own thing. So, yeah, he definitely has a problem if he's responding as the same person. You can't even switch accounts. Anonymous Gambler 3. OP. This was from over two years ago, bro. Uh, yeah, so that guy has a problem. Um, you know, two years ago, I mean, maybe his problem's fixed. I'm not sure. I wonder if I can go... And his, uh, if he's got more posts. Um. Oh. You know what? He's got, he's got a update for as a 26-year-old, and it says how I haven't overcome my gambling addiction as a 26-year-old. You know we gotta read this. We 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 got to. If you've read my previous posts, you would not have saw that gambling absolutely destroyed my life right after I just graduated from college. Not only did it destroy me financially, went from having at least $20,000 in savings and stocks to in debt to my parents, to in debt to my parents and having to work odd jobs from Craigslist before starting my full-time job since there was a since there was a gap between graduation and my start date. But it also destroyed my relationships. My girlfriend at the time dumped me, and even worse, my gambling addiction caused my family to be extremely worried about me and actually cry knowing about this sickness. So after I wrote that 2018 post, I was good about not gambling. Even attended one uh, gambling Gamblers Anonymous. Is that what it is? It's GA, but I don't know if it's Gambling Anonymous or Gamblers Anonymous. Whatever you guys understand. GA meeting, which I honestly didn't find super helpful, but I glad I but glad I tried. 
However, this probably only lasted for six months since once I moved to a new city and was super stressed out at work, plus had some disposable income, I found myself falling back into this trap of gambling. 2018 was probably the worst year since it got to the point where I had to take out a payday loan just so my checking account wasn't in the negative. I did this during my lunch break at work, so thankfully I didn't jeopardize my career, but it was definitely a risk. I probably lost 5000 in 2018. Yeah, so the post was from two years ago, two plus years ago, but it's from 2018, uh, the guy wrote that from. So this is actually from two years ago, because that's four years later. So this is 2022. In 2019, I went on a poker trip with a few friends around March and ended up gambling for like 72 hours straight playing poker and blackjack. After this trip, I was able to stop gambling for a good chunk of the year until I relapsed again in December, where I gambled both in person and online. Lost 6,000 in 2019. Um, well, he said 2018 was his worst year, um, but he lost 6,000 in 2019. I guess, well, probably because he got the job. Uh, make it better. Won't be as bad, but lost more. 2020 started off rocky with a lot of gambling in January and February, but I was able to stop for the most for most of the year until the winter when I gambled more. Kind of lucky he had COVID at this point. I fell victim to the mobile poker clubs that you can play on your phone and are highly addictive. That com that combined with blackjack and the usual gambling probably cost me another 8000 Oh god. 2021 started off extremely rocky yet again. In January and February, I have gambled 7000 before being able to control myself until around July where I lost another 1000 playing poker. After that point, I was able to quit and not gamble for the rest of the year, leading to the longest streak of seven months of not gambling. That's a pretty long time. To go back into it after that is just heartbreaking, man. I feel bad for this guy, honestly. I mean, you know, it's, it really, you know, it is their fault, just like with anything, you know, it's not like, you know, I, it's not something you should say because it really like, it is technically their fault, but there are reasons why that they keep doing it just like with drug addictions like yes they did the drugs okay but there are reasons why they are doing it and they can't help it anymore just like with gambling addiction so shut the fuck up when you say it's their fucking fault uh for drug addictions you guys are pieces of shit who say that i fucking hate despise you because my cousin you know she got into a car accident got addicted to perks and then had a fentanyl overdose a couple years later so you guys who say that shit to me who comment behind a fucking computer screen behind your little protective little device that your little neck beard and cheeto dust on your fucking fingers and mouth and you want to say shit like that to me say it to my fucking face let's see what happens all right don't say it behind a fucking computer i'd love to see you in person and i'm not the biggest guy either but when someone pisses me off like that i got adrenaline pumping to me you do not want to see me that's just how it is Anyways, unfortunately, the streak came to an end on February 22nd of 2022. Dude, that is, if you if that's in the months and just the numbers, that's 2-22-22. That's pretty cool. It all started with my friend mentioning he just started playing poker and how fun it was. Knowing myself, I told him not to talk about it with me since it would tempt me. I was able to withstand for around one week. However, every single day I thought about playing poker since I live in Vegas, which surprisingly I didn't gamble once in person in Vegas for 10 months of living there. That's pretty impressive. One day I caved and I thought a little one-third NL poker wouldn't hurt. This spiraled into 
This spiraled into me gambling almost every single day and thinking about it 24-7. I was at first break even with poker, but this spiraled out of control. And long story short, as I type this, I am down 10.2 thousand in just one, one and a half months of gambling almost daily. Most of this is actually from a private poker club in Club GG, the club of famous poker vlogger. However, I lost a few thousand from in-person poker along with Blackjack. I'm determined to quit once and for all since I just got into a new relationship since my last one in the previous post since, since my last one in the previous post and don't want to mess it up. You know, I'm surprised this guy is getting girlfriends. Like, I'm not even fucking joking with you guys. <laughs> These women, I, f I feel bad for him. Hopefully this one, you know, this guy just needs to get better. Um, easier said than done. Additionally, I don't want to disappoint my parents and sisters since I know if they found out about this, they would absolutely be devastated. I'm in a fortunate enough spot at the moment where if I don't gamble anymore, I should be fine financially with my salary plus bonus coming in June. Not sure what the point of this post is, really just want to see if anyone has some advice with dealing with relapses. I've shown myself that I can go 180 plus days without gambling, done it twice since 2018. However, it seems like once I relapse, I do so much fucking damage, thousands of dollars in days, that it offsets like all the work of saving money. I honestly don't spend money on much, mostly on eating out and food, so it sucks knowing that I've lost so much to gambling. I've noticed a trend where I become susceptible to gambling either when things are going well or not well in life. I just bought the book, The Easy Way to Stop Gambling by Alan Carr, so I'm hoping that reading it will help me snap out of this gambling episode I'm going through. I'm honestly not as upset about the money I've lost, which is a problem in itself since I've lost a significant amount in such a short time, but more so upset at the, at the time it has taken away from me, along with seeing my inability to control myself. As someone who competes in bodybuilding shows and I'm able to adhere to my diet when I needed to lose weight for shows, I really don't understand why gambling seems to strike a different chord where I can't control myself at all. Anyways, if you have made it this far, I appreciate, for, I appreciate you for taking the time to read. Please let me know down below if you have any advice or thoughts. Tomorrow starts day one of the road to recovery for me. TLDR since writing my initial Reddit post, I haven't been able to fully defeat my gambling addiction. I've gone clean for 180 plus days on two occasions. However, every time I relapse, I relapse hard. Recently, just had one of my most intense relapses and looking to start my road to recovery tomorrow. Any advice or insights on relapses would be much appreciated. Um, yeah. All right. So that was it. Um, that was actually pretty insane, a really sad story. Um, it'd be good on my main channel, but, you know, that's, that's for, uh, drugs, you know. Gambling is a drug, it's an addiction, alright, and it just feels horrible when you lose. And this guy lost 40,000, and then he lost more. Um, so, yeah, or... Maybe that title for the first one was total. He might have changed it. I don't know. But he lost at least $40,000 at 26 years old. So don't do that. I know some people lose millions of dollars. Remember that Vegas shooter? Man, you look at the footage before he started shooting people. Like, he was grabbing shitloads of money and just gambling his money away. I think he just... I feel like if maybe he would have won, he, it wouldn't have happened. But... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it, it would still happen, but it, you know, if he's betting hundreds of thousands of dollars and he's losing, like, yeah, um, it, I would not want to live anymore. But you know, maybe not kill everybody else. Um, keep that to yourself. <laughs> um, but yeah, 
that was probably the most insane gambling story I've read on here. So um, I'm going to have a good title for this on my Tripkeeper channel. And um, yeah, if you guys enjoyed this, want more gambling stories, uh, I'm going to do Porn Addiction pretty soon. Uh, that'll be a good one. I've been planning it. I had stories saved, but I lost the bookmarks a while ago. So I got to find some new ones, I guess, or find the old ones that I forgot. Um, but yeah. I do have a deep dive coming out on Tuesday. It's going to be a really interesting video on my main channel. I haven't done a deep deep dive in a while. I think the last one I did was the fucking um, Mornay Schoner. Um, the, that was her last name, right? I forgot. Uh, yeah, Mornay Rainier Schoner. Shout out to her family. They, you know, they had to go through that shit with the Fenabut. Um, yeah, so shout out to them. Hopefully, they're still doing okay. Um, but yeah, go check that out if you haven't already. Um, the Redditors fall into the abuse of Fena, but whatever the fuck it was called. Um, it's I always keep it as the number one video on my channel. It's almost at 100,000 views. I'm trying to get it past 100,000. You know, my videos... I remember when my first video, the Deter video, got over 100,000. I got... I was, like, so excited. And then after that was that nitrous oxide completely ruined this man's life. That was the second one to get over 100,000. And then just, like, more and more videos kept on getting 100,000. And, like, it would take a little bit but now it's like you know the sniffing glue one hit a hundred thousand pretty fast um absolute horror of gasoline i mean that one was fucking that one hit it in like a couple days not even like two well, yeah two three days or some shit um i hope that video gets a million I, I really don't care it could stop getting views after a million i don't care but i just wanted to hit a million it's like nine hundred three thousand right now pretty crazy um that's what got my channel going so i appreciate you guys um, but I hope you all have a wonderful night and, uh, don't fucking gamble if you don't, if you can't afford it, please.